Hey, how's it going? I am Jocelyn Hillam, the Meliora Mentor. Meliora means better in Latin, and I have found a better life through better thoughts, through changing my thoughts to more positive ones, and it has helped me in pregnancy, in motherhood, and in weight loss, and also many other areas of my life. But those are the three that I really like to teach on and talk about. So I thought I was finished up with a pregnancy series that I have been working on all summer that I've been talking about mindset tools and mindset shifts for pregnancy. And I thought I was kind of done with my last episode, which was about having a NICU baby, but there is totally a fourth trimester of having a baby. And I was almost going to leave that out. And then I remembered, yeah, we got to talk about postpartum. Duh, Jocelyn. So here I am. Today we are going to talk about postpartum. Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. Through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. So we will start off with some of the physical things that you deal with postpartum. First, we'll talk about that downstairs area and how sore and painful that can be to sit, to move, to pee. And I imagine most of you, like me, are scared of that first bowel movement. (laughs) Thankfully, at the hospitals, they would have or at least the hospitals I have gone to, they had ice. And you could ice it. And that helped me immensely, was to keep ice frequently on that freshly new, stretched out area of your body. To put that ice there, and then clean it frequently with warm water. That also was another thing that really was soothing, despite the pain that was happening downstairs. And also, I wanted to bring up that before you really have that pain, you get your belly pushed on. I did not know this after my first baby for a couple of reasons. One, because it came so early. And for two, I just had no idea they did this. But they push on your belly to try and shrink your help shrink your uterus back down to the normal shape or size. And it's kind of painful, actually. They are not very soft, or at least the nurses I've had were... They'd push pretty good on your belly. So that is something to keep in mind and aware of as you birth your baby, that after that, they are going to push on your belly. So after your baby is born, you have bleeding. (laughs) And personally, my thoughts, I feel like you have enough bleeding that it like almost catches up for all the periods you missed. Okay, maybe not that long, but... (laughs) It can be up to six weeks of bleeding, and you're not supposed to use tampons or put anything in there. You have to use, like, pads or or diapers, <laughs> adult diapers. I found that when I was in the hospital, I liked the diaper option best because then it wouldn't leak through as bad. And especially when it was heavy, I just didn't want to have spotting on sheets or anything. 
So that to me was good coverage and protection at first. Um, it was a little hard to get over the idea of wearing that. In fact, I don't think I did that till my fourth baby, but I did found it, find it to be a good thing. Um, so bleeding lasts a long time and it hurting to pee, that also lasted for me probably about a week or so. Just kind of painful, sore, uncomfortable. You have to kind of walk tenderly. I personally also would try to stick home around at least the first week or two when the baby was born just to kind of let myself heal up as well as get more comfortable <laughs> with movement. If you were stitched up down there, usually they do the dissolvable stitches that just kind of go away. If they didn't, you will have to go in and get those removed, which does not sound fun to me. <laughs> but it is good that they are able to help stitch us up after we tear, if that's the case. I think I tore on all three of my girls. Uh, the I think the last one was probably a little bit worse just because she came so fast. And I did get stitched up after that. I chose to do that. I had a friend who didn't get stitched up one time and did get stitched up the next time. And she said that the healing with the stitches went smoother for her. So I just went with that. It felt good and like a good choice for me. Anyways, that is something to think about if you tear as well. So I'm kind of focusing on the physical aspects of dealing with your body after having a baby. And I've talked quite a bit so far about the downstairs area. <laughs> um, you all know where I'm talking about. Anyways, I've talked about that area, but now let's talk about your breasts. There is change that's going to happen in your breasts, whether you nurse or whether you don't. Because your milk will come in, and if you do nurse, your nipples will be incredibly sore. At least mine have been. They get really sore at first and it hurts. It hurts for the baby to suck on it. They have cream called lanolin that actually really helps to like moisten it and keep it soft and not so dry, hard and cracked. So one time mine even got bloody. It was it was pretty painful. Um, I probably should have used a little bit more lanolin. So at first, you don't have your milk come in, and it's called colostrum. The baby drinks the colostrum at first, which is basically like really good vitamins, is what I've been told. And it's super, super good for the baby to drink that colostrum. If you're not going to nurse, at least try and get some of that colostrum to your baby. And then a couple days after the colostrum is when your milk starts to come in. And... Your nipples were sore, but now your whole breast is going to be sore because they can become what is called engorged. And engorged is where the milk fills up your entire breast and it just, your breast almost feels like a rock solid and it hurts so bad to touch or to bump or, or anything. It makes me so grateful for modern day breast pumps because being engorged is painful and if you use a breast pump, you can pump some of that milk out and have it be a little bit more manageable because you're not so engorged. The babies, at least my babies so far, have not been able to keep up with what I was producing. So I would get engorged really often with a newborn. And pumping was, 
it's a pain let's be honest pumping is a pain but to get rid of that engorgement it was so worth it and then i also had breast milk on hand for when i needed it that i could have in the freezer or fridge for the next time i needed it but that can be very painful going through engorgement and if you choose not to nurse your baby you will still get the engorgement until your milk dries up but you will not want to use a pump or <laughs> your body will keep producing milk because it thinks it still needs milk for that baby those are a few physical changes that happen after we have a baby that is good to be aware of to be reminded of if it's been a little while and you're pregnant again and to prepare yourself for. I feel like if you are prepared, at least know what's going to happen or what could happen, then it is a lot easier to face in your mind. Knowing that they're going to push on my belly like seems like such a little thing, but being aware and knowing that they were going to do that the second time, I wasn't so annoyed and frustrated by it because I understood why they were doing it. When they did it with my first baby, even after the C-section, but when they did it at first, I was like frustrated, frustrated, <laughs> as I try and spit out my words. I was frustrated that they were doing that. And the one nurse didn't explain it very good, but I think I had another new nurse who told me why they did that. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And when I knew this with my second baby, it was so much more helpful. I also didn't realize that engorgement would happen so fast, and I wished I had had a breast pump at my house <laughs> because that was a couple of painful days without a breast pump of trying to nurse the baby all the time and the baby not wanting to nurse and expressing it yourself is just slow and can be painful, especially if your nipples still hurt. So. Being prepared with a breast pump and knowing some of these things that happen as you have a baby will help you to be in the right space to be prepared for managing some pain in your nipples, to be prepared for managing some engorgement, to be prepared in your mind for what might happen. For those planners out there, being prepared and knowing what changes your body will go through as you have a baby can be a vital step into making it a peaceful process in your mind. Sometimes if we don't know what's going on or why, we start to feel that stress and that anxiety and that worry about everything. And just having a baby is a pretty serious and life-changing event. <laughs> Not to mention the hormones, which we will actually get into the hormones in next week's episode of dealing with postpartum hormones, changes, the baby blues, all of that. We will talk about mindset tools for that next week. But to sum up a little bit for this week, I talked about a lot of the physical things that happen after you have a baby. It was kind of a more informational episode about things that are good to be aware of. With the mindset tool of being prepared, will help you through. This could even ha happen or help in like a planned surgery. If you talk to others, ask them what they felt like after. What could they eat? What could they not eat? What could they do and not do? As you go into these things, these big events that are able to be planned ahead, 
you can prepare your mind so that you're not so stressed, so that you're not so filled with anxiety, and so that your life can be a little bit happier and a little bit more beautiful. All of these tools that I share with you to help your mind can help lead you to Meliora. Meliora means better in Latin, and I picked that name for my channel because I have found better. I have found better through changing my thoughts, through being prepared, through mindset shifts, and through more positivity. It helped me, like I said at the beginning of the episode, in pregnancy. In fact, during pregnancy, I found three tools that really helped my mind because I hated it. <laughs> I did not find beauty in it. I, I hated being tired. I hated gaining weight. I, I struggled. But my last pregnancy and the one before that, so my last two, third and four, baby three and four, <laughs> I tried harder to find tools that would help because I didn't want to hate my life during pregnancy. Nine months is a long time to hate your life. <laughs> and it can drag on and feel like there is no light at the tunnel. But with these last two pregnancies, I found mindset tools that helped me. That helped me to find a better mental space of enjoying pregnancy and finding the beauty and sacredness of it. Those three tools are gratitude, affirmations, and changing the negative to the positive. I even made a little course out of it because I craved and longed for someone to encourage me in pregnancy. It felt like such a good Christian mom thing to do is to be pregnant and to have God's children and to raise them. But I struggled. But as I implemented gratitude, affirmations, and changing the negative to the positive, it helped to change my outlook on pregnancy. And I can say that I enjoyed it quite a bit more than I did my second. It still wasn't all roses, but my mind was in such a better spot. And I can guide your mind to help you in a better spot. There are short one to two minute videos where you can log in and have me there on your couch leading you through these exercises that can help you find deeper sacred joy in pregnancy. That link will be in the show notes at the very top and the course is called Positive Pregnancy Playbook because that's what I want you to have. I want you to have a playbook for a positive pregnancy. If you are not pregnant, but you know someone who finds pregnancy hard, will you please tell them about these episodes? Share with them that you found a resource to help out when pregnancy is difficult. I really want to help you because it has changed my life for the better. I want to help you change your life for the better. Because mamas, we need you. God needs you, your family needs you, and you need you. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.